Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Parable, boo, 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 shout out again. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, really excited for that. Um, Origins was a thing because I bought Far Cry 3 and I remember being like, I, wait, I have to download something that's not Steam. Origins? Uh, EA Origins. Yeah. Or oh, I mean, EA uh, Origins. Not EA Origins. Uh, it's Ubisoft's thing. Okay. Um, but it's a client that you purchase everything through. So it's not quite Steam, but kind of for Ubisoft games. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just yeah. like, so it's e- EA has something like that. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. EA Access? Yeah, that I think sounds, that's that right. sounds like a thing. That yes, is this is their subscription service. Mm. Okay, where you you basically get all of their games for ten bucks a month or something. Yeah, well, they I thought that was weird, and you know, then I I didn't play PC games much anymore, so I was like, whatever, didn't think anything of it. But I hear just all the time of stuff of like the why the wildly varying quality of early access games on Steam. Mm. How sometimes like there are thing there are problems with Steam, anything from like clones just shitty clones mm-hmm. or like just content that is clearly not very regulated you know um so like there are those issues but also there's nobody to compete with steam and yeah steam sales are amazing but there are things that steam could be doing better and you know competition Certainly. Is yeah so anyway um yeah uh discord wants to do that they they put out a whole blog post about it uh so I think it's ironic because they're like, hey, we're putting out a new store because we want to stop the fragmentation <laughs> of the community uh-huh. from from going everywhere. And it's like, I see what you're doing, but this is funny. There's an XKCD comic kind of about that where, you know, there's like a group of scientists saying, hey, let's uh, introduce a new standard because everything's so fragmented. And then they introduce it and then someone else pops up and says, hey, this standard is missing a whole lot. Let's introduce a standard because it's so fragmented. Yeah. Yeah. They just keep going and going. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, well, let's dive into it. So, I guess, hey, everybody, welcome to the Gamer Zero hey. Gamer Heroes Podcast. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh man, I totally oh, missed beep, it. Beep, 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 beep. Uh, yeah, I have, uh, i got to get it. Okay, okay, we'll, we'll just everybody, everybody pretend and... Oh, well, that was oh. the quietest, <laughs> most depressing... Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Woo! Welcome to the Gamer Heroes Who's podcast. Ready? Who's oh, I'm ready. ready. Okay. Uh, we are wrapping up 2018 here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got to put my phone away. Okay, because this is just going to continue. The balls are finally dropping. <laughs> uh, well, before the ball finally drops here in a couple weeks, uh, we're recording this episode. We'll probably skip Christmas next week because when we Sorry. record is uh, Christmas Eve, and well, I'm not that committed. 
Uh, but then we'll, we'll be back, uh, hopefully, right for the new year. Uh, so, yeah, we're wrapping up the year. Last last week we talked about the Game Awards a whole bunch. We, we uh, I had a blast with those last week. And uh, we could talk about our Game of the Year stuff, but I think we're going to put that off. Uh, instead, we'll talk a little bit of news, a little bit of what we're playing. Uh, we opened up. We were talking about the, the Discord store. Uh, let's get this news out of the way. So Discord posted a blog uh, that basically addressed a lot of issues um, with having a lot of different platforms on like places to buy PC games. And uh, I thought it was a pretty well-written article, but it is funny because they make it seem like they are yeah. just do-gooders. They're saviors. Yeah, yeah. Um, which like I, I get, but come on. It's not – You're just because you're doing people a service doesn't make you just totally benevolent. Yeah. But that said, uh, the point of their store is to share revenue 90-10. Mm-hmm. Uh, with developers, so especially 10% if you're small. 10% to the store, 90% to the developer. Correct. Yeah. Um, which comes after, you know, Steam does 70-30, and uh, Epic, who released their store, excuse me, earlier this year, is 88-12. So much better than Steam, but then here Discord's like, well, we want to do one better. So it's funny that they do one right. that's so similar, but then, they, you know. Mm-hmm. So the idea is, uh, th- this article I read about it uh, listed off, because I don't game on PC that much. I really game on um, console a lot. But this one uh, went out of its way to say all these different uh, platforms that you can buy stuff on. Um, so let's see. So this this article, the quote is, on my PC alone, I have Steam, the Epic Games Launcher, the Bethesda Launcher, Origin, Uplay, Battle.net, Twitch, GOG Galaxy, the Microsoft Store, and Big Fish Games Launcher. I don't even recognize half of those. Uh, Twitch has a platform? Well, it'd be... It's, the idea is that it's a an app where you can enjoy games. So that that's yeah. the only one out of that list that you can actually buy that doesn't uh, have a okay. storefront. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, but I, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, and all streamers those, are gonna be able to offer games. At they'll discounts I, they'll, they'll fix Discord store. I just yeah, saw today. <laughs> yeah, I just saw today that you can watch movies. You can buy movies on YouTube. Maybe that's not new. Really, it's new to me. Well, I don't. I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, so I don't spend a lot of time on YouTube. Me but. neither, but they really want, you know, they've got a lot of young viewers because of YouTube Red and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they have, like, that's an option on, like, a smart TV is to buy stuff through YouTube or really? something. Yeah. Huh. Well, they're smart to do it, uh, you know. Smart. There, there are also a lot of places, a lot of ways to buy movies. Like, even just on my mm-hmm. PS4, there are, like, three different ways I can buy movies through different apps. And so, renting movies, I don't care where it's from, right? But right. if I'm buying... I really just want to buy them in one place so I can build a library, yeah. right? You know, I don't even care about building a library that mm-hmm. much. I don't go out and buy movies that often, but I just want one place that they're stored at. Right. So even this article, uh, a great example was that you don't want to wish list a game thinking yeah. you don't own it, but you actually do own it. It's just not on your yeah. regularly used app. Yep. You know, so it's like, oh, I want to buy Skyrim. Oh, well, you actually already own that. Probably four different places in the case <laughs> of Skyrim, but yeah, right. point taken. Uh, so the idea of this is uh, they want to be good to developers so people can self-publish and keep uh, a ton of that profit and a ton of that revenue. And uh, they, their words were, we will explore options of reducing that 10 even lower because it doesn't cost us that much. Hmm. It doesn't cost 10% to, to mm. put up a storefront. And it's like, again, it's like I see you're putting it out there, but you're, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, not that I think they're lying. I think that's just, you know, that's the business. Uh, but they want 
it to be very enticing for developers to come to them because uh, Epic uh, has the Unreal Engine, and I know they have an extra incentive to devs who use that engine. They get an extra 5% back hmm. um, by using Epic's platform. Um, so I do like these incentives between developers. I want it to be as easy as possible for a team of five people to publish their game and keep all that money. Um, so, so competition like this, I think, is great. Um, the issues, like we said, are having six different libraries on your computer, and none of them talk to each other, so it's hard to know yeah. who you have. Yeah, it's, it stinks because on, in one hand, it, this is a very consumer-friendly thing in that it should drive prices and offerings to the lowest levels possible by having increased competition. But from a user experience and accessibility and, and just friendliness, right, having things in multiple libraries is worse. So overall, I agree it's good, right? Yeah. It's a good thing competition's good. If Steam didn't have any competitors. But it's like going to Walmart versus going through the entire mm -hmm. outlet mall. Yeah. It's like, well, look, I, I get that you guys may have a, a better incentives here, better selection and all that stuff. But if I go here, I can pretty much get everything. Yeah. And that's nice. That's convenient. It's very true. I would also make the point that in most cases, you you know, most people would cry that monopoly is bad and you would see the effects of price gouging and all sorts of things. But in many ways, it almost seems like Steam was the perfect implementation of the idea from the get-go. They've always been pretty good to their consumers. And the sales and just... The fun things like, you know, when Portal 2 is being released, all the fun games mm -hmm. that they did. They don't do that so much anymore, but it really does feel like they they did it right the first time. Mm -hmm. So all that's happening now is people trying to take market share, and are they taking it from the business that you really want to be giving your money to? So the idea is that if, uh, you know, if Steam's taking 70-30, developers, especially ones that are big enough, uh, they realize, well, we can make more money than that. We can, we can keep this all to ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we're going to open our own, we're going to create our own client, our own app mm -hmm. that sells all of our games because we're a big AAA stu uh, publisher and we can afford to do this. Mm -hmm. So we're going to keep the revenue internal and so everyone does that. Honestly, it's, it, it's like my metaphor that I use for podcast networks. It's like once anybody gets any success, they're like, oh, let's make a network. <laughs> and then it, it actually becomes harder to connect with, uh, with other non-network you know, shows mm -hmm. or, or in this case, with your libraries and other uh, apps. And um, the disc Discord's goal is to basically stop that immediately and entice everyone to come to their platform because it's the most lucrative and most appealing to developers Yeah. so that people, so that they can nix this whole idea of these AAA uh, publishers mm -hmm. making their own stores. They which, just want to get rid of that altogether. Which is great. Yeah. And it's a great idea for now. But as soon as they get any sort of market share, they will absolutely up the percentage cut that they take. I don't think so because uh, what they want to do, what I think they want to do, is they just want people to be using Discord because they already have other services that they make money off of. So simply by consolidating the place that people go for their games, they're already boosting their other products. So I think they would keep that revenue split about where it is mm -hmm. and make all their money through their chat servers. And that's entirely possible. But I, I can also say that it's a certainty that at some point, Joe executive, you know, Mr. CEO guy, will C. E. say, yeah, what? CE Joe. CE Joe. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah. Thanks. CE Joe will say, Chief Executive Joe will, will someday look at the numbers and say, 
All we have to do is increase our take by 5%. And, and I can, make $3 million yes, more dollars. And my bonus increases <laughs> so much, right? So, I mean, you know, that will happen. Now, whether the, like, the market forces and whatever and their other revenue streams will be good enough to, you know, suppress that, maybe. The other, the other op- option is that Steam, the sort of market leader, right, and the sort of the, in terms of revenue sharing, from the business's perspective, from the, the client's perspective, they're the they're the golden standard, right? If we could take thirty percent and get away with it, we would. Maybe they have to reduce if market if they lose enough market share, they have to reduce their take to match mm-hmm. everyone else's. I also don't know, even though you know the whole ninety ten percent is great for the developers and something that the developers deserve. I don't know how much that's gonna necessarily sway that many people and and i'm specifically talking about people that already have their libraries built out Mm -hmm. like yeah my steam i couldn't even tell you how yeah i could i could i could i could even count the number of games that i own in my steam library that i haven't even started yet yeah (laughs) right (laughs) this is the this is the age-old uh digital content question Mm -hmm. right it started i don't know to me it kind of started with itunes where do you build your music library? Mm-hmm. And like once you do it, it's like it's a sunk cost, so you feel like you can never leave. Yep. Uh, and I don't know how many. I, don't, I probably spent a couple hundred dollars on iTunes throughout mm-hmm. the first ten years of its existence or whatever. But I don't use it ever. Mm-hmm. Right. I even, I'm a Mac gone. user. Right. That was that was the main reason why um, I started to refuse to set up accounts on other services with my Facebook account. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they always try to do that, like force you to set up everything you want to log into with your Facebook account. Mm-hmm. It just means you can never you can never kill your Facebook. So you know right. what the, the it, next... it was so hard for me to to finally make a Spotify login with my existing account that wasn't oh, Facebook. Yeah. How it long was did that take? Very hard. It took I, them years. I went through the exact same problem. I had to like email their support team right. and stuff. Like, dude, how do I get rid of this old account? Like, because I originally set it up on Facebook. Mine's still tied to my Facebook. Well, my my issue, I had an account that that was great and had all my stuff saved, but I could only access it if I logged in through Facebook. And I I didn't want that because I wanted to be able to log in on someone else's X or a PlayStation without logging in actually me. Mm -hmm. I I wanted my Spotify, but I didn't want to log in for the PlayStation. Right. And that's only possible if I use my email and password, but I didn't have one. So trying to fix huh. that was way more difficult than I ever thought it was going to be. Uh, and I'm pretty sure, I'm trying to, this was a while back, so don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure that what happened and part of the reason that I got so frustrated with it was that I did cancel my Facebook, and then oh. I logged into Spotify. That kill your Spotify? And it just, like, reactivated my Facebook. Oh. Oh. And I was like, uh, that's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's weird. That is weird. Well, so, so you know, Spotify is a great example now of the evolution of the iTunes conversation and digital content. What is the next step for gaming? Subscription service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is, the, that is who will kill Steam, right? If someone can do it effectively, maybe it's, maybe it's Discord, maybe it's somebody else entirely. Well, so you'd think it'd be a mix between, like, Gamefly or whatever? Yeah. And it's Netflix, Gamefly just it's Netflix for is. games. Right. Oh, and Gamefly. That has to be well, so big to get all the publishers... But you don't board. need all, right? So look at so it. That, you're right. You're right. You need you need a good selection, and it can be rotating. And this is why I like the Game Pass, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, EA Access is similar, and there's there's some others. 
But the first, you know, I think Microsoft is, you know, we kind of talked about this on the podcast before, but I think Microsoft is in the position to to do this above anybody else because they're not just, they, they have hardware, they have development, they have publishing all within house. And mm-hmm. so they can rope in indie developers, they can rope in smaller developers, get them all on the same platform and really offer something bomb. I, I, will, I will say, I don't think we talked about this at all in the Game Awards, but uh, Phil Spencer made some remark to the effect of like, Microsoft is better than ever because we've been building, we've been building up for so long now. And it, it reminded me that, holy cow, Microsoft bought so many studios this past year. I remember at E3, they had like announcement after announcement after announcement, mm-hmm. after, you know, and uh, I'm excited for the next console generation because I'm really, I'm ready to see that pendulum swing so and they, see what Microsoft has definitely. when they're, because they just have, they have so much opportunity. Yeah, they just bought up, what, five or six game studios this year? Oh, at least. Yeah. It, it's a crazy number. Yeah. They're just swallowing them up. But, uh, of course, they killed a bunch of them a while yeah. ago, but uh, it, it seems like they, you know, like uh, the people who made Hellblade, um, you know, that game was crazy, but it was like a, it's still, even though it looks amazing, it was like an indie game because it was an independent developer. And uh, if if a studio like that actually had a budget, like a real budget, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Like, oh, I like the idea of giving them the money but still leaving them in charge. Mm-hmm. So they're not just being like, all right, well, we're going to swallow you whole. And we'll churn mm-hmm. something out again next year. And that's and that's what Microsoft's pretty much promised to do is like, we're gonna fund you, go crazy, mm-hmm. like make the game you want to make. And and I'm sure that seventy five percent of them aren't gonna pan out. Like, they'll get most of the way through the development process and they'll cut it. Yeah, right? which yeah, is just the Netflix. Netflix original. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Netflix green light. Well, yeah, we're gonna be. Uh, we're on the same page on this. <laughs> they're gonna be cut like Daredevil. Um, <laughs> Dude, why? I know. That's a whole other time. I'm not hurt. It's because <laughs> everybody <laughs> go check out Screen Heroes podcast. They're yep. great. I'm sure they're going to talk about it now and forever. Well, because this is all part of the same conversation, though, because it's because Disney's coming out with their own streaming platform, and they wouldn't. They the the theory is that they basically made it so expensive to renew the contracts for all these Marvel shows that Netflix couldn't do it anymore. Right. So. Yeah, that's one way. Some to of do them it. will get re- will probably get renewed on the, on Disney's platform, and then f- and then everybody's gonna get so excited, mm-hmm. and then they're probably gonna think that like they're the saviors. You well, know? Like, no, it's just gonna be another. <laughs> it's gonna be another. Division. Oh my god, they brought it back! Yeah. It's gonna <laughs> be another <laughs> division. Yeah. It's gonna be another ten dollars a month or whatever to another platform, mm-hmm. and I'm not participating in that. I pay for Netflix. Nope. and that's it. At some point, we're all just gonna get yeah. fucking VPNs. through 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 YouTube TV. <laughs> Well, I mean, at some point, there's going to be, like, some aggregator that, like, shares usernames and passwords so well that you can subscribe to one and get them all. Mm. Oh, that's freaky. <laughs> right? That's freaky. Uh, well, hey, let's wrap this up because uh, yeah. I think this is great. Um, the last th- couple things that Discord, uh, the perks it has, is uh, Discord has specific channels. Uh, they're verified channels where you can talk to the developers of games. Oh, that's cool. So it's like, for me, I don't really like using Twitter that much, but something like that is a direct link to be like, yo, I, I just want to talk to you. I'm not here to, like, type in all caps at you. But I got some, you know, maybe I've got a support question or something. Uh, and the other thing is, since Discord is first and foremost right now a voice platform, the idea is that, like, they created Discord because Ventrilo and TeamSpeak and stuff didn't integrate very well 
with games and you had to pay for them and there were all sorts of hangups. And Discord came along and made it much easier to integrate across the board. Uh, so Steam wants to uh, work with, they want to find companies that can work with them, uh, not only on their platform, but as partners so that they can develop the best uh, voice chat possible because mm -hmm. Discord's already good at it and they have all these resources. So that could be something cool. Um, for a game like Elder Scrolls Online, where I found my biggest barrier being the fact that I couldn't really communicate with other players easily without mm -hmm. a keyboard and mouse and stuff, um, that, you know, th maybe, they, maybe they are not even thinking about Elder Scrolls, but that's definitely an example of having voice chat be a barrier. Uh, so I would love to see, you know, maybe Discord comes along and, and eases that, that burden, but... Um, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see where this stuff goes. I just like that it, like, any little chunk off of, of Steam is okay with me just because they're so huge. Mm. It's almost like too big to fail mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, as long as, you know, these things are only going to succeed if they're done right. So I hope they're done right. Well, and if people go use them. Right. Right, like they have to really provide incentive for people to leave Steam. Yeah, absolutely. So if, and if for most gamers, it's going to come down to price, number one, I think, and two is ease of use. Mm -hmm. right? And so the, the more companies that can take people away from Steam, the better, because then maybe we'll finally fucking get Half-Life 3. No, <laughs> To no. pull everyone back. Mike, the ship, yeah, is, yeah. The ship has sailed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Valve is not a games company anymore. They're just not. Yeah. It, what they're doing now is too lucrative. They're making Artifact. That is their first new game in I don't know how many years. And I heard really yeah. good things about that. Yeah. yeah. We, had, we had one guy in the office had good things to say about it, like, legitimately. Yeah. But well, yeah. I have had plenty of times where I read just trash online. Yeah, and then I, I mean, played I'm a game and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's totally fair, but I, I don't want to buy into, I do not want to buy into a quote-unquote free-play card yeah. game. Is, you know? it, is there a demo you can play? Do they have no. a demo? You, ha you just have to pay the $20, 20 for sure to just get to in. try it? And I thought it was beta anyway. Like, uh, Yeah, I, I think... I think well, You're I basically know. buying into the beta. We need to get somebody on who's who's played it because I'm not brave enough to no. fork over that I, I'm, I'm just about to get started on Magic Gathering Arena. Yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with Arena. So. And I'm having a great time. I just got a bunch more people back into Hearthstone, so now I got people to play with again. <laughs> I so love Hearthstone. Fun. I just have I have a lot of trouble because I've, I've never spent money on it. I had a lot of trouble in the free-to-play aspect rebuilding every... Because I, I pick I it up and put it lot. down so often. I hear that a lot, and I can tell you there's a lot of content in the game that, that doesn't even use your yeah. own cards. So, like, I, they the, have... The they single have player stuff's great. Well, it... When was the last time you played it? Probably about three or four months ago. Okay. So, yeah. did you see a dungeon run then? Yeah. Probably? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I love well, them. They're fun. I love those, too. Yeah. So, they keep getting better. They have a new one that's awesome. Um, but the tavern brawls mm -hmm. usually don't use your deck. And then mm -hmm. the arena, which, of course, is more serious. Uh, but that also doesn't use your deck. And if that's more skill-based, which is why I don't win very often. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't play arena. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad at it. <laughs> I, I get lucky sometimes, but... I got a long yeah. climb ahead of me. Um, anyway, it's fun well, that we can still enjoy those games. Yeah. Um, so my, my question to you guys is, <clears throat> how long until Discord uh, tries to tap into the streaming platform uh, arena? How, how long until they want to compete with Twitch and YouTube and Facebook? Because they you know, already I'm on, have... I'm honestly surprised they didn't go that route before the store. I'm too. Mm -hmm. A little bit. Because they already, they already have to have tons of, um, you know, rack space, right? They have servers out the wazoo to support their infrastructure. And well, they have people if... logged in automatically all the time. It ties right into your games. It's like, 
the next thing to do should be able to you click a button, you start streaming, right? That's what should be next. Yeah. Maybe maybe setting up a, a store probably setting up just a store probably has a lot less overhead it than like putting together a whole like from a user interface perspective, no, but from yeah. like a infrastructure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I mean, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe they're just dipping their toes into this other thing so that they can increase their revenue so that they can tackle the big thing. Probably. Yeah, because if they were gonna try to take on Twitch, boy, that's a yeah, that's trying to swallow a whale. It is, but you know, Twitch is in the position right now that Steam was in ten years ago, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And somebody's gonna come in and break in and carve some stuff yeah, out. Yeah, and Discord's already one of the main companies that people use to like get together right, as I mean, gamers. Yeah, I guess I I do forget just how big Discord is. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of users. They have their platform in front of. Probably just as many gamers as Twitch does, don't you think? Yeah, I would. I would. Well, obviously, I don't know the numbers, but well, I, I assume. Yeah. I'm just saying. You I know, assume yes. Almost every in, almost every gamer who plays something multiplayer and wants to coordinate or converse or play with friends or strangers, even if, whether it's joining in a little Discord with your coworkers or friends or in a server, you know, for a specific game and communicate with other players on that server or whatever. They're going to get Discord. Yeah. Like, that's the platform now. I don't know anybody who uses Ventrilo or TeamSpeak anymore. Yeah, I've even heard those. I use use TeamSpeak for role-playing, and that's literally it. Because it had some good options for playing sound effects. Yeah, like voice modulation and stuff. Yeah, and and there are use cases, but for the most part, no. So, Uh, I think it's interesting. 130 million users as of May this year. On Twitch or Discord? On uh, Discord, so that's not a small number. Well, that's... That's huge. That's a lot of people. Granted, Twitch has broader applications beyond gaming. Yeah, yeah. So. But I mean, I mean, technically, so does Discord. Yeah, that's true. I I also just find Discord a little more esoteric because, uh, like, the reason I like Facebook, I've told you guys this before, is is I can, everything can be categorized in a certain way. So when I need to go back to something, which I find myself doing a lot, I can more easily find it with uh, something like Discord, where it's all just listed. And I just have to scroll up till I find the thing. Even I found search functions in there, but I haven't found them half as useful as I want them to be. Um, that makes Discord less appealing to me. Um, I, I just I don't care for Discord that much. But uh, hey, if this is a step towards them making it more appealing to me, let's do it. All right, and then Mike, before we have uh, before we listen to what you have to say about Pokemon, let's go to a commercial break. <laughs> Luigi? <laughs> Do you like Star Trek? Because over at Red Shirts and Runabouts, part of the Heroes Podcast Network, we absolutely love Star Trek. Join us every week with me, one of your regular hosts, Gregory Bosco, as we talk about your favorite characters, your favorite movies, your favorite episodes. We even respond to some of your comments on Twitter and Facebook, at least those that are appropriate for us to talk about online. Every Friday, Red Shirts and Runabouts. See you next week. And we're back. All right, so, um, so Michael, Mike has been playing Pokemon Let's Go. Mm-hmm. Aren't there two editions? Mm-hmm. Did you get Eevee or Pikachu? I got okay. You're starting with the hard questions. Okay, well, let me back this up. What is Pokemon Let's Go? I like that. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go is a pretty good remake of Red and Blue. Okay. So it's if you played the red and blue Game Boy game, the map and everything, the world, it's all the exact same. It's just the 150 Pokemon. Okay. Not 151. 
Can you move the truck to get? You know, I don't know if you. I don't know if you use there. That's a good question. I'm uh, not sure. So, so this is what um, so gamers have been console Nintendo fans or whatever, even just any any console fan, have been screaming for for a long time is a true Pokemon game on console that's not Game Boy, right? Mm-hmm. All right, that's awesome. I didn't know that, and yeah. I'm, uh, I'm psyched now. I it's... somehow missed all of the lead up to Let's Go. And so when it was released, honestly, this is not unlike when the Wii U came out, and I thought it was still the Wii. It was when Let's Go came out, I thought it was just like a sequel to Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. why would I think that? That's it's, what I thought. Oh, oh wait, it's, yeah. the same, it's the same name. So, okay. So, so it's confusing to me. I went over to my friend's place, and I saw it on his Switch, and then, because I, I thought I had an idea, even though I did no mm-hmm. research. So when I saw it on a Switch, I was extra confused. Yeah. So I, I, I have to give it to Pokemon and apologize for my assumptions of this game because I was not I was not excited for it. Are uh, you apologizing to the the Pokemon themselves? Yeah, I'm apologizing to Pokemon themselves. Okay. Please understand. Yeah. So Pokemon Go came out, and I was really ready for Pokemon Go. Um, this is before it released, and we had all of these promises that Pokemon Go was going to be this crazy thing where, like, you walk around and you find things. And Pokemon Go, obviously, extremely insanely popular. But I was disappointed just because I just expected there to be a lot more to it. I wanted yeah. a little more depth. And I felt like when it, especially when it first released, mm-hmm. which maybe I'm, maybe I'm being unfair, just because I'm really giving a review based on the first few months of Pokemon Go, it was a huge letdown disappointment. Servers, I could barely even play it when I wanted to. It was terrible. But when Pokemon Let's Go, when everybody were talking about that, and then they released that it would have something to do with Pokemon Go immediately turned yeah. me off to kinda, it. Kind of shut down Hate right it. after that. Yeah. And then finding out that, like, Wild Encounters, Wild Pokemon Encounters, it's essentially Pokemon Go just in the game. So whenever you run into a wild Pokemon, you don't battle them. You're just throwing Pokeballs at them to try to catch mm. them. Oh. So at first, you're changing, the al- you're changing like the Pokemon algorithm for me. So I'm already like hesitant. I'm worried. Are yeah. you going to fuck it up? Like, what's yeah. going to happen here? No, this is all ruined. Let me make it like the Safari Zone. Like, let me throw rocks. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, okay, so what's fun about any of this? Well, let me tell you. It makes the game better, hmm. uh, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I was the kind of person where, like, when I played Pokemon when I was a kid, I wanted, I wanted to grind it out. I wanted to level up my dudes, you know? Like, I used to, I used to have deals with myself where it was like, okay, you can move this zone once you get all of your Pokemon in your party up to level 20, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would just grind it out. I'm not going to fight Brock until all of my Pokemon are level 50. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going (laughs) to smash Brock even though I don't have any Pokemon that are I'm going to make sure I grind so much that I'm not having fun anymore so that I can not have fun when I fight the the gym leader. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I just destroy it. Get in front of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the, the nice thing about this is that you do you now gain experience for capturing Pokemon. So I, I didn't have a Pokemon battle when I when I encountered that wild Pokemon, but when I caught it, my my Pokemon gain experience. Everyone in your party gains experience along with your active Pokemon. So when you're fighting in battles, you're capturing Pokemon, everyone in your party is leveling up. By capturing Pokemon? Yeah. So like if you ha- if you if you encounter a wild Pokemon 
and let's say you catch them on the first throw. Mm-hmm. You get a perfect or you get an yeah. excellent throw or a great throw or whatever. You get bonus experience. So you're getting experience for just catching the Pokemon. You get bonus experience for any cool shit you do while you're catch- while you're capturing the are, Pokemon. Are all these games just trying to put baseball into Pokemon? Because the more I think about it, baseball is wildly huge it, in Japan. Yeah. And I think this is them being like, you know what else people love? It's true. Baseball. I mean, it even, it even has that circle where you're like yeah. trying to hit directly and it, and you can on the curve inside. Ball and yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, man, it's all making sense yeah. now. So, uh, so yeah, but yeah, all your Pokemon get experience. So, and you, I would say you actually get, well, maybe it, maybe this is biased because a lot of the Pokemon I'm kept catching in the beginning are ones that are new in my Pokedex, so I get bonus experience for that. But it feels like I'm getting more experience from capturing stuff than I am even from battle. So it's less of a grind. Yeah, you it, it yeah, it's a quality of life thing. Like you, they already know that you're gonna hunt down like that perfect yeah. Pokemon. You're gonna fight Weedles in the Viridian Forest for like. Yep. Four hours. Because you got to look at all their stats, and you got to be like, okay, that Weedle is just slightly worse than that other Weedle, even though I know that as soon as I get another Pokemon, he's out of my party, but for some reason, I'm obsessed <laughs> with this right now. Dude, yeah. I know a uh, uh, friend of the show, RTY, I, I haven't tuned in for one of them yet, but he's had a bunch of Twitch streams where he's trying to catch shinies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they have shinies. Yeah, yeah. so okay. so that the way that you get shinies and stuff, you, you, you can actually get... Um, uh, capture strings so like if i'm hunting if i'm if i'm trying to catch pidgeys i'll capture a pidgey and then i'll capture another pidgey i'll capture another pidgey and i start to build up a combo for every same pokemon that i catch back to back to back to back so the more pokemon that i catch that are the same pokemon back to back the better the stronger they become oh wow and then it's possible it's more likely for me to find a shiny pokemon interesting so, that's a lot more interesting than wandering around and catching 1,200 yeah. Pidgeys. Well, yeah. and the thing, the thing that's well, nice is the one. They, they know you're going to do it anyway. They know that you're going to be looking for this one Pokemon. They know that you're going to catch 50 of them trying to find like the best stats. <laughs> and now they're just making it a little bit easier. And they're, you're actually getting benefit from the yeah. experiences. I, I will say that in the original Pokemon, uh, it wasn't clear that your stats mattered that much for the Pokemon you were catching. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Pokemon Go, even, it, it was pretty clear. Cause it had that sort of number, right? The yeah, rating. They have the rating. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was like, this Pokemon's objectively better than this one you already have of the exact same thing. Yep. Uh, so they retained all that? They did. But, okay, so you have to, it's something you unlock in the game. Okay. So I, I haven't unlocked it yet, but I'm pretty sure I can now. I think you had to have like 30-some Pokemon that you caught. Mm-hmm. Um, or evolved. You had to have, you had to have like thirty some complete Pokedex pages, and then if you've done that and you're past the first gym, which I I, don't, I think you have to be past the first gym if you've gotten that many, then you can talk to some guy, and now you can go into your Pokemon menu, and it'll show you like these stats are great, these stats are okay, these stats are really good, these are the best or whatever. So yeah, it makes it a little bit easier that hmm. way. Um, the other awesome thing, which this isn't even the awesomest awesome thing okay um the other awesome thing is that when you're running around in the wild the tall grass or whatever or you're in a zone where there are wild pokemon instead of you just running aimlessly through the grass in circles the pokemon spawn on the screen Mm -hmm. so you see what wild pokemon are available in that area and if you want to fight them you just run into them if you want to avoid them you just run around them so imagine nice. being in Mount Moon, the Zubat yeah. Yeah. 
fucking haven of Zubat the world. Zubat Hellhole. Oh, I forgot my rappel. Oh, yeah. my God. Am well, I, now. Rope or whatever to get you out of the cage. Yeah. Now you're down there, and you just see those idiots flying everywhere. Yep. And you're just running straight through the middle of them. You get through Mount Moon. You fight all the trainers in there or whatever. So nice. uh, I'll say that um, these, these, uh, these features do make the game sound more fun from, like, a, I want to pick it up and play it level. But it definitely diminishes the traditional RPG quality of the game, right? Well, Can you ever me, use a splash attack? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. I have so, a magic so fi- right now. Fights, ag- <laughs> fights against trainers are the same. Yeah. Fights, fights against trainers are the exact same. Mm. Uh, there's even more, I would say, of almost a role-playing aspect to it because going back to what I was talking about, how you can, like, if you capture a bunch of Pokemon that are the same, instead of just releasing them like you would do in the original game, they do pull something new in from Pokemon Go, which is the send it to send it to the professor for candies, right? So in Pokemon Go, you're sending in your Pokemon for candies specific to that Pokemon. You're sending them through the Pokemon Shredder. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you get your Pidgey candy or whatever. And once you get enough oh, Pidgey candies, yeah, you I'm can... never going to unthink that. I know, it's oh, horrifying. Yeah, there's a, yeah. There's a cartoon online where yeah. like somebody sends it to the professor and it just shows them on the other side going through a shredder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and like candy's coming out the other oh, end. Oh, <laughs> jeez. That's yeah. brutal. Yeah. yeah, all right. But uh, so yeah, anyway, so like you get your, po- your, in Pokemon Go, you get your Pidgey candies and you use those candies to evolve your Pidgey, right? Well, in Pokemon Let's Go, you get, like, every Pokemon has a primary stat, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if I have a Pidgey, yeah, that might... It's probably speed. I think it's I think it's speed. I can't remember yeah. what Pidgey is. But anyway, every time you trade in a Pidgey, you get a candy that boosts that stat on any Pokemon. Oh. So... And they had they had the boosts to stats in the original game. I don't remember what they were called. It was, like, I a speed rem- up or a yeah, attack there, up. There weren't that many, and it yeah, was permanent, no, it right? Was, yeah, but it was pretty rare. These are these are permanent, uh-huh. and the 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 way that they balance it is that the the there's like regular candies, large candies, and extra large candies. The regular candies can only be used on Pokemon up to like level thirty or something, and then the large is for thirty to whatever, and then extra large. So if you're if you're like me and you're out there and you're just, I am obsessed with like catching Pokemon, looking for the. F- best stats until finally i've caught so many that i'm tired of it and i give up on it anyway but i still have like 20 pokemon yeah of and, the same of the same and then type. you send them through the pokemon shredder and yeah. get all your candy i get out. a right. shit ton of candy and it's like you're rewarded a second time yeah exactly oh man yeah that's and then so good it, and and it forces you to want to find extra other pokemon that give you the other candies because you want to you want to spread out your stats right so you wait, think wait, wait. back back up to what you just said what do you mean well because a pidgey might give you the speed candy but they'll only give you the speed candy every single time. Pidgey gives you the amphetamines. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> and then, but then something like uh, Rattata would give you like attack, attack candy. Or defense. Like yeah. Okay. Sure okay. Yeah. That's so, a, that's a unique play on like the old EV or what is it, IV. Yeah, I forget. IV. Yeah. IV training. Yeah, it, it's still called IV. They still. What did that stand for again? I don't. I don't know. I, who, I don't know. So, so that's interesting. So you, you think that the RPG aspects have just sort of shifted to be more aligned with stats and, like, really building up your team yeah, and getting them the stats it's not need. so much – it's still it's pretty grinding, reliant basically. on RNG, yeah, right? Yeah. But it gives you an out. It, it doesn't feel totally reliant on RNG anymore. Yeah. Like, you could 
just spend forever trying to catch the perfect Pokemon and just never see it. But now you've caught so many, you've got so many candies, now he's like a god, you know? But right. So if you can see the Pokemon, the wild Pokemon on the map, you could go grind, but you get to choose when you want to do that. Yeah. And with what with what Pokemon you want. Yep. That's actually, that is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I do like that. Uh, I am going to go get this game. Totally worth it. Pretty much right away. Yeah. yeah. So the, now, now let me get to my favorite thing about okay. it. HMs. Oh, yeah. HMs were so the, the biggest H- H pain in the ass. It was like cut, yeah. swim, cut, surf, well, the fly. surf, fly, yeah. Oh, they, the, uh, so Thunder what, what were the, so you the had TMs the, TMs were, yeah. were the normal moves that you could teach the yeah. other Pokemon. So, okay. to go, to go along with the yeah. RPG aspect of it too now, TMs in the original game were one-time use. Mm-hmm. Now, they're infinite use. Oh, so wow. you can give the TMs to whichever Pokemon you want. Yeah. So you can really customize your team and their abilities. Do they, do they like hold it and only they can use it while they have it? No. Or you just teach you just it to whoever you want? teach it to them like it's a move. So the HMs you could teach to whoever you wanted before. Yeah, but the HMs, if you remember, took up a spot, took mm-hmm. up a slot, and they could never forget them. Yep. It was locked in. It was like, okay, yep. I have to give this to the Pokemon on my team, but I've basically take, permanently taken away a move yep. for one of my best Pokemon. You're yep. like, sweet. I love having cut yeah. on this great Pokemon. Yeah. Well, late, late in the game in Red and Blue, Swim was the one you needed, and, and for water Pokemon who could use it because it was so limited... Mm-hmm. Uh, taking away a move was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now, they're not called HMs anymore. I don't remember what they're called. I haven't, I haven't actually gotten one yet. I just read about it. But now, um, you can just use them. You don't. It doesn't have to eat up a slot. Mm-hmm. So That's nice. the quality of life of that is crazy. Yeah. I mean, think about. So let's think about the like one of the worst HMs. Maybe maybe some people figured out how to use this and it worked great. But I remember when I was a kid, this was just totally worthless. Flash. Yeah. Because Flash, all it did was light up that that cave one time. Yep. And then now it's like, what the fuck? Why do I right. why do I have this? And you had to like teach it to an electric Pokemon, right? Yeah. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so like stuff like that, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, now. Let me let me think. I'm pretty sure that's those those are the really really big ones. Okay. Um, it is nice. Like they do. Uh, oh oh oh. Here's here's the other thing that's a little bit of a, a little bit of like role playing game. Like it gives you a reason to keep your Pikachu or your Eevee mm. around. There are guys in in the game that are. I think I've I've only found one so far, and he was in a Pokey. Uh, not a Pokey. Poke Center? Yeah, Poke Center. There we go. What's a fucking Pokemon hospital? (laughs) (laughs) The Poke Center. Smash that A button. Uh, There's a guy, like, there are guys in there that will teach special moves to your starter Pokemon that other Pikachu in the game or other Eevee in the game would not learn. Mm -hmm. So, my Pikachu right now has a, a move that he learned from that guy called, like, Zippy Zap. And it's basically quick attack, so you always attack first. It always critically hits oh wow always that's crazy yeah <laughs> so it's sort like, of like cheating though right well it is <laughs> like some some yeah i mean if if you're if you're uh if you're if you're grinding it and you're really like trying to find the best pokemon and stuff i have no issues with the battles but i was doing the same thing in the game boy version i wasn't having any, any issues with the battles there either yeah. you know um you can still get all of the original starter pokemon i have charmander bulbasaur and squirtle uh, they're just like P- 
people that you see in towns that are like have the orphan Pokemon that they they want you to take. They just give them to you. Yeah, like as long as you have caught enough Pokemon. Mm. Oh, please take this off my hands. Wait, yeah. okay. So back up. So you start with a Pikachu or an Eevee. Or an Eevee. That based on the based on the version you buy. Oh. But it's also like it's also like Red and Blue, where yeah. certain Pokemon yeah. are only available in. Okay. In each version. So, uh, okay. So you can get the the normal starting three through some. I, I really wish they would just put them in the wild because that's more exciting to me. But whatever. Well, okay. So, I don't know. You might be able to find them in a, in the wild yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Um. One thing that is nice about they they say like if if there's somebody that wants to give you a Pokemon Pokemon always take it because it's it's just inherently going to be more powerful than oh, what you yeah. find in the wild. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so then the differences between the two versions. So you basically have red and blue, but mm-hmm. it just it also determines what you start with. But Eevee is a lot more versatile than Pikachu. Yep. Right. I agree. I wanted I wanted the Eevee version because mm-hmm. uh, I I just like Eevee better anyway. Yeah. I, I would, Jolteon has always been yeah. like one of my favorite. Um, and so you then, basically end up with a Pikachu. Yeah. 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 Okay. And uh, but I looked at the. Pokemon list of like what was available in mm, each game. Each version, yeah. Yeah, and Scyther was the Pokemon in Pikachu's yeah. version. So I was like, okay, I have to get this one because I what's, love Scyther. What's the what's the Eevee equivalent then? Taurus or whatever? Pinsir. Pinsir. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, but but after I purchased it, because I, I, I just one night I was going to bed, it was late. Like I I think it was like one AM or something. I was getting ready to roll into bed and I was like Fuck it, I'm buying it right now. And it, <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed, play some Pokemon. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm ten years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, I'll buy it right now, and then I can download it over the e- overnight while I'm sleeping, and then play it in the morning. And uh, so I didn't, I didn't look into it enough because now knowing that I can just hook up my Pokemon Go account to Pokemon Let's Go and transfer Pokemon oh, from Pokemon really? Go, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I should have just gone with the Eevee. Well, but you can get an Eevee pretty easily then, right? Yeah, but I won't get the special Eevee moves mm. that come from getting that, that version. That's a big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, I'm appreciate, I appreciate that I can learn from your mistake, <laughs> and I can get the Eevee version. That's okay. Well, what, what that means is just <laughs> we that... We can trade? Yeah, well, no. Yeah. Well, we can, we can battle later. Oh, yeah. And we'll just battle Eevee versus Pikachu. Oh, I'm sure that's going to go well. I'll be sure not to do Vaporeon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 At least there's not like a rock EV. <laughs> um, Rockion, <laughs> Stonion. So, uh, but other other than that, like they have included some new people around, like the people that give you Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and everybody. Um, actually, you know what? Maybe that was from Pokemon Yellow. Now that I think about it, because I think you could get them, but I can't remember. It's been so long since I've played. I'm pretty Yellow. sure you could get them. I don't remember how. But I, I assumed it was something new. Oh, does your Pokemon follow you around like yellow? Yeah. Uh, and, and so not only does your Pokemon follow you around, but you can actually choose to let other Pokemon oh. in your party follow you around. Cool. And it makes them like you more the longer they're yeah. out. So so, they, so they've added a number of mechanics yeah. over the red and blue. Yeah. Is there still things like, uh, did they add breeding and stuff that was like gold and silver? So I, I additions. just, okay, so last night, when I wrapped up playing, I just got into the SSN, and the SSN mm-hmm. that I can't remember, I can't remember the name. Did of the you town. move the truck to get near Cer- Cerulean State? Uh, 
Um, I don't. I don't have strength yet. I don't. I don't know if the truck still is there. I have no idea. Well, if the truck's not there, then he's not there. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, uh, <laughs> the 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 route right before. I think you're right. I think it is Cerulean City that has SSC. Um, the route right before. Oh, Cer- it is. It is. It is. I'm chiming in to say absolutely. Yes. Okay. So the route right before Cerulean City, I think, is where the Pokemon daycare is, mm. and that was where you like bred you your drop Pokemon. them off, and they well they can they gain experience over time. Yeah, but then I think you also drop off the like male and female or whatever. And, in later versions, yeah. Or uh, well, so breeding wasn't in the original Red and Blue. That's but right. I, but I assume they put it in in fiery red. I, I don't remember, but I assume they See, did. See, that's what I don't know. So the the guy. I imagine inside, they did. Usually, when Pokemon brings on a new mechanic, they keep it. Keep it forever. Well, the guy inside of the daycare was like, "Hey, if you ever come back, if you ever if you ever become a master, come back and talk to me." Mm-hmm. I mean, that could mean I'm anything. But the fact that he's in the daycare, I kind of assume that's they're trying to tell you like, "Hey, end game is over here. Yeah. If you want to come back to the daycare and start." Breeding Pokemon to find like the be. absolute best of the best. It could be. Um, well, I guess do the Pokemons have genders? Yeah, they do. Okay. Yeah, there's breeding, and they look they they all look everything looks different. Yeah. So like when you start the game, the I had to I had to jump through this because I had to restart the game a few times to like try to get better like characteristics and shit on my Pokemon. Who would? Yeah, and what I found was that when you start the game. When the, it, when the game starts up, you're just looking at a TV. And whichever version of the game you bought, Pikachu or Eevee are in the TV jumping around or whatever. The game, by this point, you have not actually started playing the game. It's like the intro like video. The game, by this point, has already determined which gender your starter Pokemon is. So I found out that if you're like looking at the tail of Pikachu, the normal Pikachu tail that everyone remembers from the original games is the tail that that the male has if it's a female it's like it like has two mounds like two hmm. two bumps instead of just the pointy the pointy tail that makes me feel weird yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like i would start the game over and then i'd see that tail and i'd be like no god damn it and i have to start the game over and i see the tail no start the game over like, do you have like, something against female Pikachu's? no i just i just want my pikachu tail to look normal i don't want this like Whatever the bump things were, it was you're it fucking, was I was weird. You're a Pokemon sexist. <laughs> I think you gotta stop thinking about tail so much. <laughs> I can't help it. He's always out. I have to look at it all day long. That's true. Um, if you're gonna have to look at it, you better enjoy it. Yeah. Dude, okay. it's like my, my, my Stardew Valley guy. I was like, I made this guy. I'm happy, but I'm definitely getting a new hat. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta look at this all day. So the the only thing that I'm concerned. with is you got to remember Game Boy game. Right. The map was never that big. No. I played a lot yesterday and I think I think I probably I mean I got to the SSN. That's like maybe not halfway through the game. I guess That's it's, pretty far. It's probably a third. No, I mean I only have two badges, two of the eight. You're not even you're not even a lieutenant surge. Do you have three? Don't don't you get Yeah, don't you fight the I lightning think, beast? I think maybe there's... Is he in Cerulean? I yeah. thought so. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, Mitzi's in Cerulean. Oh, uh... Mitzi's in Vermil- Vermilion. 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 Yeah, yeah, Vermilion is where... Uh, I misspoke. Okay, okay. Vermilion. Yeah, All Vermilion right. is where Lieutenant Surge okay. in the SSN. So, yeah, so I haven't, I haven't fought him yet. I haven't, I haven't gotten on the SSN yet. I just have the tickets, and I'm, I'm where it is. 
Well, various so the various points in the game definitely add um, non-gym things to do. Yeah. So you've gone through Mount Moon, mm-hmm. um, and then I don't know, I'm not going to remember all of it, but there's that period where you get the bicycle and you got to ride it all over. Yeah. And then there's the Safari Zone, and there's the oh, you haven't even made it to the the what is it the Ghost Gym where you yeah, have to yeah, go yeah. through the the whole yeah. Team Rocket yeah, and stuff. You, have to, you even have to like oh, unlock the device that allows yeah. you to even see the Ghost Pokemon. I mean, I would say you're generously a quarter of the way if you're. Yeah. But so, probably not even that. So paying sixty dollars for a game and yeah. me knowing that like. I played one day and I'm already. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. I think okay. a quarter is probably. But reasonable. like, you also know this game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, but I think part of it too is I'm talking about all of these quality of life changes mm-hmm. that help you just move but it's, the game yeah, along. But, but it's now bad. it's like they, speeding. They had a good game, game and now they made it better. Yeah. So. So what, what do you game. what do you do if you spend eight hours on this game and it's it's over? Well, it's more like I'm gonna want to keep playing, so I'm I'm just a little worried about what the end game is. Pokemon DLC. That's a good point. Wait, it's got to happen at some point. Yeah, right? that's true. Right. So, like, there will be a gold and silver version of this game, right, at some point. Why would they do DLC and not just come out with a new game? But that's what I'm saying. They'll do DLC and come out with a new mm-hmm. game, right? I, I just have to imagine. Because, like, it's on this platform. People will spend every dollar that they own on Pokemon DLC and still buy the new game, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I totally means. agree that they would make a new one. Because people would buy it. But what would they do for DLC? Because, I mean, I'm not even familiar with Nintendo doing that much DLC except for, like, yeah. I mean, we have the Smash DLC announcement that they just did. But I Zelda feel like... had a couple DLCs. So if it were me... Oh, you're right. You're right. They did. If it were me, I would, uh, for DLC, I would pull Pokemon from across all of the other games and just take a selection. Well, so they already did that. It's called Super Smash Brothers. No, no, no. So now, like in the game, you fight each other. You remember all the? You remember in the original Red Blue, you'd run up to somebody and somebody would want to trade you a Pokemon. Well, there are some there. They still have people like that, but now there's also people that want to trade you the same Pokemon for one of your Pokemon. So like you go up and some guys like, hey, do you want do you want to trade Geo dudes? And you say yes, and then you send them your normal Geo dude. And you receive a Geodude from the most recent Pokemon Game Boy game, which is from the Alola reason, region. Oh, so they look different? They look a little bit different, and their types are different. Oh. So my, I have a Geodude that that's a, so cool. I have a Geodude that's a Rock Electric type. No. Yeah, and he's oh. got, like, like electric things on his, on his face. No. I didn't yeah. even know that was, oh, my god. Yeah, and then, like, I traded a Rattata. Rattata? Rat. Rattata. Rattata. So I traded my Rattata to somebody else, and they sent me one from that same region, and it was normal dark. So it's like a dark type Pokemon now. And and they look different too, which is cool. Yeah. So so uh so they they incorporated dark and steel. I haven't. Only I don't one? know. I I I assume steel because fairy is in there. So yeah. I assume that steel is oh, part wow. of it. Um. I like, I mean, I, I, in general, like the idea that they incorporated so many features from future games back into mm-hmm. the originals, so to speak. Dude, I, uh, I didn't, I never beat it, but Fiery Red was a good, that was, that was a great game. Like, it was, it was the game I remembered with a lot of great lot quality of life mm-hmm. things, just like you're describing. And, uh, man, like, I, I should go back and play that even. Well, actually, really, I should just play Pokemon Let's Go. Uh, but I was shocked at how worthwhile that was to play 
consider like it was not just a nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. Like that totally hmm. had enough to stand on its own. Yeah, I was very surprised. So Jesse James are in this one. Yeah, um, Jesse and James. Jesse and James. Yeah. Team Rocket. Yeah, Meowth. Meowth cannot talk. That's Meowth. right. It's just normal Meowth. Well, Meowth couldn't talk in the original, right? Just in yeah. the cartoon. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. So wasn't there? I think I, I found out recently they made a new Pokemon anime based off of the game instead of based so the main character is Red instead of mm. Ash, and it's like a oh, yeah, six yeah, part yeah. series or something. I heard about that too. I know I never watched it. Huh. I, I think I watched a, the first episode. There's a uh, detective movie coming out. Oh man, I want to see it. I. I know, oh, yeah. I know. So <laughs> Detective Pikachu looks like it could just fall flat on its face. Yeah, but there's potential there. Oh, but I, I, I want to see, see it so I bad. See it. Man, Ryan Reynolds seems. I'll, honestly, I'll get behind him with all the work he put yep. in to make Deadpool uh-huh. a thing to change the industry for the better. You know what? Yep. I'll give it a shot. No, I think it, I think if anybody could do it, Ryan Reynolds can do it. I, I do think someone told me that it was originally going to be Danny DeVito, which I do which think would also be would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the children would have been like, who is this yeah. guy? <laughs> he needs to be, like, coughing or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Detective Pikachu has a cigar the entire time. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah, no, the, the the trailer for that movie looked very, very funny. I was, that was just like Pokemon Let's Go. Like, I heard, I heard about this movie, heard it was going to be live action. I was like, oh my like, god, right. I already what know are how they I feel doing? About this. Yep, yep. yep. Yeah. And then watch the trailer, and it's like, okay, I'll watch that movie. They've done mm-hmm. a decent job of not like completely screwing up the franchise, mm-hmm. whereas other franchises do it at every I mean, turn, I think they so. probably know, like, guys, if we screw up this franchise, mm-hmm. we got Mario and Zelda, and that's it. Well, <laughs> this, I, I was having a conversation. This, this is our money. <laughs> I was having a conversation about this a few days ago that like it is nice to, to finally be at a point in video games culture where the stuff is getting treated appropriately. So we, we, Castlevania is a great anime series for a game I've never played, and I, I don't intend to play. I've watched Metroid... Uh, well, I've played Metroid games, but I'm not that into the Metroidvania genre. Mm-hmm. Show is great. Like, does not matter Dude. that I have not watched the show. The same guy who did Castlevania is now doing Devil May Cry. There's another game that I've watched, I've played a little bit of. I have no interest in playing that game. But if, if he can do half as well with... Devil May Cry, as he did with Castlevania, I'm have, on board. Have we talked about Castlevania on, on this po- podcast? I can't remember. We talked about it early, like when we first started doing it. A, a little bit. That is such a good show. It's I so never great. watched it. Oh, uh, give we, it a shot. It came up on the Screen Hero Awards, because I haven't seen the second season mm. yet. Uh, but uh, Ian, uh, he, he had said, he was nervous that he wanted to play the games before he uh, mm-hmm. saw the show, because he was afraid he'd misreference this. And I was like, oh no, do yeah. not worry about it. Like, you... You can recognize stuff as little Easter eggs and stuff and be like, oh, oh that's cool. But definitely you can enjoy the show without playing the game. The and so to see, really cool. So to see, like, Pokemon, uh, to see Detective Pikachu actually look like a real movie mm-hmm. that people put time and mm-hmm. effort into, uh, that's, re- like, that's encouraging. You know, I'm just glad that finally we're, we're at a point where the wider mainstream culture can realize, like, oh, Oh, so th- so there is a reason to enjoy these things, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not just put in a little box for everybody. Well, mm-hmm. similarly to what we continue to do, yeah. make up their mind on what it's going to be. Yeah. So, 
one of the nice things about not not to go back to Castlevania, but one of the nice things about Castlevania, it, which it's kind of a double edged sword because I want more Castlevania, but it's also nice that like the first season's like six episodes. And yeah, I think it's four. Yeah, four. It's, okay, it's so yeah, short, it's like but every episode short. is so good. Yeah, and the and the episodes are only like uh, they're like thirty minutes long or something, right? They're not even. They're not even like extended episodes. Yeah, they're like yeah. twenty four minutes or something. So I mean, you can blow through an entire season of that thing in like a short evening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's 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 good. The story the story is is magnificent. I I've, I've really enjoyed it. I I like gushed to Kelly about it when I uh, when I finished the first season. Yeah. So if this is where they're setting the bar, I'm I can't wait to see it mm-hmm. get raised even further. Like I'm excited to see other people. They they either have to match this or fall flat. Like I hope that the the big companies that decide to greenlight these, I hope that they start paying more attention to these Castlevanias and hopefully Detective Pikachu's, um, to to really decide is this is this worth producing because I don't want any more of that cash in bullshit yeah. of like even like uh, the Resident Evil movies and stuff like just oh. stop it please, just don't do any more, you know. So <laughs> I want that stuff to go away. Uh, I am just I'm happy that we're in a position now where we have something to point at to be like, look, we can do it. It can be for real. Like it can, this could be a real adult thing. Like you can treat it with, you know, proper respect. I like it. So what we're saying is Detective Pikachu in Pokemon Let's Go. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. Gamer Heroes is part of the Heroes Podcast Network and hosted by GGK Seath. You can find our episodes at heroespodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, and tons of other podcast apps. Follow us online at GamerHeroesPod and at GG underscore Kansas underscore City on Twitter or at Heroes Podcasts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. You can also find us on GGKC Facebook page and our website gg-kc.com. To all you gamers out there, play nice, play well, and play again. See you next week. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.